Hello and welcome to the Heavenly Healing Hour with Madame Helene. Oh no, wait a minute, that's a different show, isn't it? Hello and welcome to the No Holds Barred Witchcraft Podcast. Today we will be talking about possibly some chintzy psychics, but more specifically we're going to be talking about the film The Gift, which Paul mentioned. He mentioned it in that podcast, if you remember, Chris. Yeah, he did, when we were talking about so tarot I've... with him. Yes, I've gone away and I've watched it. Not bad film from 2000 something. So yeah, you're talking Kate the gift Blanchett. from the year Kate Blanchett from 2000, not the modern new uh, something to do with a parcel or something. I don't really know. Um, yeah, so psychics, right? Mundings always say this. If you're a psychic, then how come you're not rich? Because you yeah. haven't predicted the numbers of lottery and that. If you're a psychic, how come you can't see this or that? So, uh, Chris, what's the answer to that question? Why aren't all these psychics... Why isn't Kate Blanchett from The Gift? Why is she a hillbilly living in a run-dang little place in the middle of a swamp or something? Why isn't she in some mansion or something? <laughs> Explain. <laughs> I can't believe you just dropped me in it like that. That was like ethically drop in as well. That wasn't like kind of your normal level. That was just like let's let's ruin Chris. Um, okay, I'm not even sure. I'm going to attempt to answer that one. Um, okay, the well, main. Shall I ask a different question? No. Or no. The main re- no? the main reason you is can answer it. The main reason is because they're shit, which is why you said. <laughs> Why you drop me in it like that? Because that's about the only way you can answer it. The other part... McDonald's. McDonald's psychic. Hashtag McDonald's psychic. Was was Kate Blanchett a McDonald's psychic because she did actually, like, predict the... You know, I won't ruin the film, but basically she's a psychic in it. And she knows who killed someone. And she got up and she said, I think is this a person? And it was. So yeah. she helped, like you hear about police help, uh, sorry, you hear about psychics helping the police with murders and that. Yeah. There but was, it was an interesting scene where where she got up in the middle of the court and the, the opposition, the lawyer said, okay, you're a psychic. She said, yes, I am. And he said, well, predict something for me. And she said, well, I can't. And that's all the sceptics say, isn't it? They're like, come on, yeah. get up in the court. And predict us something, and we'll see if it happens. Prove it. If you're a psychic, mm. prove it. And a lot of them, they can't do it. No. Well, Why there's is a, that? There's a very simple reason for that, in the sense that, <laughs> what do they say? Knowledge is power. And the fact that actually, as soon as you tell somebody they're going to do something, you're impacting their future. So the second you tell somebody, oh, you're going to get run over by a car, the next, the, that that automatically makes that person very, very cautious around cars. Like, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where it's cause and effect. So, and what people forget is what psychics tend to do, because they don't look from a fourth dimensional way of looking, um, they look at the future from a three dimensional standpoint, and you can I've always known that. they're rather two-dimensional. I think they're quite <laughs> two-dimensional, personally. 
Well, I suppose it is because to them they look at it like it's a still. <laughs> they look like a still image, don't they? And yeah, say yeah. this is this is a snapshot, and because they look at it as a snapshot rather than actually, um, you know, a storyline, and see all the individual parts that make that storyline happen, and all it's in connecting and in, in, uh, um, I can't even say the word I wanted to say, intricacies. That's the one. Um, is that they're only able to see that snapshot. So because that then allows the person who is being spoken to by the reader to then think their way around and fill in the blanks means they potentially change the storyline because of knowing one snapshot. So the problem with that is they're looking at a snapshot at that moment. So you're telling that person, that, that reader in that situation is telling the person this is what's going to happen in an airy-fairy way because they won't have specifics. It's very rare these days to find psychics that can do it in great detail. Um, you know, which is why it's easy for somebody as a psychic to tell you about your past that is fixed. It's happened. Um, so from our standpoint, I'm just clarifying before Liam shouts at me. Um, from our standpoint at looking at time in a linear fashion from a third dimensional living time is fixed so um, what's happened in the past has already happened so they can say that with great certainty however when they start to look forward that's why it becomes airy-fairy is because they're not capable of standing outside of it, looking at a third or fourth dimension or looking at the, the situation, seeing how it all connects to one another to explain why it happens that way. And you're not interjecting, which mm. I thought you would have done by now. Well, what happens in the past is the past. What happens on tour stays on tour. You know? <laughs> um, so... The problem is with the past is when she stands up and, and the police officers and that might ask a question like to these psychics and stuff. Well, where's the dead body? Where's the little girl that got a pinch at, that got kidnapped? And the psychic says, oh, she's next to a large body of water. That's not very helpful. No, no. But so why can't she say, well, here's the GPS coordinates put in your sat nav. And this will be where the, the dead body of the girl is. Well, Why can't they do that? Obviously, with this particular one, you're talking about ESP, which is a visual snapshot, which means the images all she will see is a collection of images, is what she's capable of seeing, a collection of snapshots. So she doesn't know their context. She's not capable of looking at the body. What she's seeing is its surrounding tableau shall we say um because she, you know paul pulled this one up so let's 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 use ta tarot <laughs> terms for him the yeah tableau so is a painting they can see all they're looking at it in the, in that moment is a tableau a painting as the structure what's going on so what she can see is um there is you know a body of water she might depending on how good she is is how clear that image will be and that's what a lot of these types of psychics are. So they're capable of seeing snapshots, but they never stretch that gift or exercise that gift to make it better. They just know they can do this much. So they do that much every time. And I think a lot of it's down to confidence. I don't think a lot of psychics have a lot of confidence in what their gift actually is and what it does. 
So they don't stretch and exercise that. Yeah, they don't stretch the muscle and and make it do more. They go, oh well, I'm good at this, so, so I'll keep doing this. Okay. So so when the the hillbilly hick, which is a um, uh, the husband of one of her clients, because she's told her client, you need to leave your husband because he's a bad Keanu Reeves, he's a bad seed. You need to leave him, right? And then. She goes off and tells her husband, well, the psychic said you're a bad seed and i got to leave you. And then the husband gets angry, stomps over to Kate Blanchett's house and beats her up. Why can't Kate Blanchett not know? Did the cards not say, well, don't answer the door? <laughs> I mean, I was a thinking when there was a big <laughs> on the door, very rough and loud, that I wouldn't want to answer that door if someone was a knocking on my door like that. She can't be a great psychic <laughs> if she knows, you know, if she's going to go and answer the door and then get a beating up. It's not a good idea, surely. <laughs> so why aren't the cards warning her about that happening? Because they say you can't read for yourself. Is that what it is? She can't read for herself. I, I don't know. With, with that particular situation, that's just that would be a bad movie, wouldn't it? If she just got up, looked at her cards, went, oh, I'm not answering that door. Movie ends. That wouldn't be very good, would it? No, but what would be a good film is if she saw what was really going on and manipulated the situation so that all these dodgy people she didn't like ended up in jail. So if it was like, if it turned out that she was like the, the mastermind behind all of these events and things, that would make a good film, wouldn't it, listeners? If you had a psychic that looked like they were the victim, but actually they were orchestrating the whole thing using psychic ability. I mean, that might almost be like real life. Then. <laughs> yeah. Because that's how I, I tend to work. Yes, but most people <laughs> don't work like you, Liam. So this is... You know, well, they do say most people aren't sociopaths and manipulative. I suppose I am, which gives me the advantage because I'm the wolf in sheep's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's one of those it's one of those things. They have most psychics will, in the very beginning, learn this kind of on-off switch because they can't cope with it on all the time. So rather than put dampeners on or you know allow certain amounts in. So that they can protect themselves. Most most people go, oh no, well I only on off when I'm doing readings for people, um, or you know switching the gift on in order to do certain things. And because they do this, they they don't have access to it when they're not working. So she'd have had a knock at the door in that part part of the life. She's in her mundane mode, um, and any good psychic worth their salt probably would have gone. Um, you know, something going something going on there. And you'd have thought her ESP would have kicked in. Uh, but I imagine, like most psychics of that kind of traditional ilk, they have the on-off switch. And therefore it's off at that point. So there's nothing stopping that happening to her. Well, the way psychic ability and psychic work, it varies. Because I don't think she gets her answers and that from spirit and stuff so she hasn't got the voices in her head that are necessarily saying things from what i remember where some psychics are more mediums and other people use the cards and then it's all very different i mean if a, if it was a fanny cranach and she used or even if it wasn't fanny cranach even if kate blanchett 
instead of using these ESP cards that have just got an X or a circle or a triangle or whatever drawn on them, not a lot of information there. It's not like uh, the Tarot de Marseille can't get a lot of information out of that, surely. What if she just bought herself some of old Fanny Cranick's wisdom cards? And if she pulled one out like that one, what what does that one say? <laughs> I sense a disloyal bastard. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That tells you all the information you need to know, really, doesn't it? But then equally, and, and you know, not defending Kate Blanchett or these McDonald psychics, how how irritating would that be if every decision you made, you pulled a card? Because that's not a way to live, is it? Well, I don't think necessarily you need to live your life by pulling a bunch of cards. But I do think that if someone's going to turn up at your house and try and kill you, the card should be telling you something or they're out to get, they're up against you. I think maybe these cards don't like her thumbing through them all the time. So they <laughs> thought, I know, let's, I know what we, how we can get this bitch to leave us alone. We'll just let some man, we'll just not tell her about the man that's outside that's going to come in, knock on the door and beat her up. That's what we'll do, because I can't stand her. She's been bending my corners for years, that woman. <laughs> See, now now that's touching on something very different. That's about saying whether or not the cards have any power of themselves. So, do the, are the cards mystical? Because, I mean, technically... If you go to animism, the cards are objects and therefore must have a soul, no? No, not exactly. No? Think... Are you saying animism's not a thing? I'm not saying animism's not a thing. I'm not saying... Then, therefore, the, each card must have its own soul. And each card deck is like a family, no? No. No? I, I don't consider them that way, no. You think, you think like Yu-Gi-Oh, there is a spirit of the cards, is there? Well, maybe in those Yu-Gi-Oh cards or Pokemon cards, I don't know. Is um, is uh, Squirtle really alive? <laughs> I'm sure there might be a Tulpa of him out there somewhere, to be honest. Probably. Chill. Pika Pika. Pikachu. <laughs> uh, well, people do, though. People do turn a lot of these things into actual spirits and stuff, don't they? I mean, the people worship Superman and that, don't they? Yeah. So... But no, my point my point wasn't dismissing animism because you know I use a lot of animism in my practice. Well, so you are a user of all you things. You can't do that. How rude. <laughs> how rude. <laughs> I don't see how I deserve that, listeners. I really don't because I'm nothing but a nice person. I'm the nice one, remember? Do you hear that you silence? Make... Do you hear that silence? They're not agreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, all I heard was you drinking from your sippy cup. Yeah, but they won't hear that because I'll edit that out, so you're going to look like an uh, idiot now. <laughs> uh. Right, so, so back to this film, The Gear, right? Okay. How many, because she's obviously got limits to her psychic abilities, yeah? Yeah. What are the limits to psychic ability? in general are there any or is it just the individual person and if it is the individual person or people then what is it that makes those limits is it just an innate ability or is it just that it's there themselves they limit themselves somehow talk a little bit about that so in my experience 
you kind of got to, you know, it's it's possible for everybody. So as humans and the capacity of our brain allows us as extrasensory, um, you know, it's how your outer spirits, um, or spiritual bodies connect with connect with your brain in your physical body and allows you to uh, feel certain other responses. You can look at other animals and see they don't need words uh, because they, you know, like the Borg share hive minds, some of them. <laughs> and uh, Others communicate without actually need for words. Obviously, humans, we need words because we like to lie to each other lots. That's why we developed language, so we could lie to each other. Um, anyway, with that aside, um, yeah, so the, to a certain extent, you're going to have a certain natural ability that is down to the fact that your brain has those parts of your um, of your cells unlocked and allows you to access those with ease. That's when people say, oh, they've got a gift. It just means that they happen to be born with some of those gifts already unlocked. It doesn't mean like any other muscle, um, you know, you can you can keep working it. It would do still based on what your your makeup is to a certain extent, because just because you've got muscles like everybody else and you can go to the gym doesn't mean every single person can become Usain Bolt. Does it? But that's genetics, though, because there's limits. So if you're talking like uh, yeah. fitness, athletics, and bodybuilding, that then yeah, there's genetics that are at play. Yeah. So yeah, there are limits. But is that with psychic work? Are there limits there? Because we've we've never had anyone reach limits that we've trained. We've had professional psychics, and we've had people that have never seen a dead person. They've never felt anything, and we've seen them work on it and beat handstand the professional psychic that grew up as speaking to spirits and that i've seen that happen because yeah, it's to a certain is, extent surely that... training now well yes it's training but also as a set it's a set that a lot of these psychics with natural ability stick to where they are in their natural ability they don't yeah. develop so it's easy for you to say you know you can beat them hands down because they're not trying they've never developed and they've they've got something that they're naturally good at and they keep doing what they're naturally good at. So, yeah, it's easy for some people. But what I'm saying is, what is the next level? Because we're talking about McDonald's psychic stuff, kind of predicting the future, that sort of stuff. That stuff's all easy. Are you saying Kate Blanchett is a McDonald's psychic? Well, yeah, to a certain extent. But she's legit. I thought McDonald's psychics meant that they're faking it. No, McDonald's psychics mean they're shit. Okay. They're fast so food. How do you define them as being <laughs> crap then? Where's the level? Where's Chris's level of, okay, if you reach this level, you're no longer a McDonald's psychic. Explain to us about that. Where's your kind of, uh, what? where do you get your little certificate to say, congratulations, you're now a proper psychic. You're not some little learner or McDonald's variety. For me, it's detail. Okay. So, so rather than somebody going, you know, I can see a body of water, um, being able to go, uh, I can see water and it's hot or it's uh, deep or whatever, or it's surrounded by mountains or, uh, you know, adding the specificity, uh, specific, I can't even speak today. Specifics. I give up, everybody. Yeah, the specifics of it and able to be um 
able to go to that nth and actually should be able to note how long that is going to be worth that information is of any worth so you know saying yes it's there but it's not going to be there for long or it's on it's it's on the move and that's where i can currently see it it's that level of detail that i feel is required for somebody to be able to say um whereas you know with what's different say for example with the grand tableau method of way that uh, Paul was showing us the, the other week is being able to see the bigger picture so not just that that moment but how it interacts with the other moments around it so it's that you know having that full picture with fine detail is what for me would you know get you out of the McDonald's psychics bit that doesn't mean you're a great psychic it just means you're not a McDonald's psychic a great psychic would not only be able to tell me what's going on in this life, but my future lives and my past lives all at once and tell me that it's all complete bollocks. <laughs> but you okay. know what I mean? Like that that would be the difference for me. But then we limit psychic ability into the kind of divination, as yeah. most people do. Getting information is what they limit it to, because that's what your yeah. average person wants. They want to know when their husband that walked out on them back in the 90s is going to come a-crawling back. That's what they yeah. want to know. They want to know whether their daughter who died in the car accident, whether she's with great-grandma and granddad and she's happy in the other life. That's what they want to know. Yeah, boring, mundane shit. I always say no out of principle. I always say no, she's a-burning. <laughs> <laughs> whether she is or isn't, you just whether say that anyway. I, I said, oof. She's rather no. hot. She's it's rather hot where hot. she is. She's, yeah, she's sweating. She's sweating. She's a roasted. She's being turned around on one of those kebab skewers on a, <laughs> in, a, in another dimension in some kebab place. With an apple in her mouth. <laughs> With an apple on her mouth, in her mouth. Yeah, that's what I say. I watch their faces. They just, I don't know if they cry from laughter or whether it's tears, but I get some sort of a reaction. <laughs> Yeah, no, I can I can imagine how that works. I just categorically refuse to read because I hate that mundane shit. Um, you know, if you're wanting me to give you information, I expect you to be acting on it. So telling you that, um, you know, your daughter's not in that hell dimension she deserves to be in is not something that I really want to have to divulge to you because why is that useful information mm. other than to, you know get rid of some of the guilt of how you managed to put her there um, because you weren't very supportive <laughs> okay so say i am a decent psychic right yeah say i'm okay. a decent psychic and i want to learn okay. reiki so why am i going to the center of excellence because i've noticed that a lot of professional psychics also seem to be reiki masters and stuff and like to parade their credentials of being a master reiki practitioner that they've graduated from the center of excellence or some such thing why is it that if your psychic ability allows you to download information and ask and answer questions why are you enrolling on a course than that? Why did you go and do that degree in applied mathematics and spend 10 grand a year on the education when you could have just got your tarot cards out and learn how to do mathematics from the tarot cards? 
In other words, why is it that so many of these psychics go to mundane sources for information instead of just asking the cards? But then you know exactly why that is. To a large, to a certain extent, you know, yes, you wouldn't go and get a degree of mathematics from your tarot cards. Of course, it's possible, um, providing you were able to receive downloads, I guess, from multiple lifetimes. I'm sure you could. But the um, you, that you wouldn't be able to take that to a job interview, would you? And that's what it comes down to, is people that are going to look to find somebody they want to see. They want credentials, don't they? And the fact is, there aren't any professional, you know, vocational proofs already out there. So in the olden days, and the cunning folk, it would be, oh, I, you know, she learned from old, old Fanny Cranach, who learned from old, old Fanny Jessie. Um, you know what I mean? Like there would be, there'd be a lineage. People are used to, in those days would be, you know, she's either so good, you've got to go to her because she's the only option. Or she's got this brilliant, <laughs> brilliant lineage. Why are you laughing at me like that? You know it's two decks, two uh, one deck, two fannies. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh one passed a tarot card sent to the other. <laughs> it's like a similar video that I once accidentally happened to cross in school because someone emailed it to oh. me. That wasn't no, good. No, that Liam. Good. Just no, Liam. <laughs> Liam, no. Right. Okay. So moving on swift then so that is that i haven't finished oh, my right, point you're just talking shit well, i carry on talking then it is a podcast talking's important on this <laughs> you can't just <laughs> yeah, scowl well, at you... me for the whole for the whole episode only a couple of the psychics will oh. pick that up but the rest of the people listening <laughs> won't get anything from it <laughs> but no a lot of it's down to credentials isn't it is the fact that obviously they want proof that they know how to do X, Y, and Z. And the only way for them to do that, the only places that are available are these shitty online things, or you've got another practitioner that's done it, but it's still got to be certified by one of these shitty colleges that have agreed to do to certify something that they don't necessarily believe in mm. um, because it makes money. So, you know, it just kind of feeds its own little loop, doesn't it? Whereas actually... Um, you know, we're never going to produce a a Thoth psychic development uh, certificate, because, although it would make us lots of money, I imagine. Um, you're not going to put your name to other people in that way. And because no real universities will do that, all you're stuck with is a centre of excellence. So are you saying we should do a witchcraft diploma? To, ri- no, to rival not. the centre really of the I learnt witchcraft off of the internet diploma. I'll do it. I could do something like that. You know they'd like it. <laughs> okay, so here's, here's a question for you, right? So Kate Blanchett in this film, yeah? Imagine she uh, happens across this podcast. I don't quite know what this is. This might be one of those Marvel Universes collide type situations because, of course, it's not real. But imagine she is a real (laughs) and we're also real in the Kate Blanchett, the gift film universe. And she happens across one of our podcasts and she then enrolls in the Thoth Witchcraft Patreon and wants personal mentoring 
from you, because that's what we do on Love of Witchcraft Mentoring. You get personal bespoke mentoring from us, whereby we teach you. And um, we're almost out of time, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to quickly say to you, you've got one minute. Kate Blanchett comes on the Patreon, she says, Chris, she said, Chris, I want you to help me progress further. I use these ESP cards and I could kind of see one or two pictures of people drowning in lakes and stuff. How do you help me progress further, Chris? You've got a minute. Go. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, we tell her to bin those. Ooh. Because they're shit. Um, I might upgrade her to some side cards instead. See how she gets on with them. Um, and then I'd start testing her. So quite like a scratch test, I'd start testing her with how what she's capable of seeing, what she's capable of not, uh, what energy she's capable of picking up on. Um, and then I'd start schooling her through the ones that she's missing out on. Well, OK, but if she's not got her ESP card, she can't do it, apparently. So what do you do then? What do you no, do she when she refuses? She doesn't. What do you do when she says, no, I'm not getting rid of my ESP cards. Granny gave me those. I need them. Like I need my little toy to fall asleep at night. I didn't say she needed to burn them like she did a bra. I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is that she needs... What I'm saying is she doesn't need to use them. I'm not saying I'm not saying physically destroy them. If they're grandma, she can keep them. Um, but I really don't... I really don't care for them. Um, and actually, I think that would be one of the limiting factors that she's got. Right. Is that she is not exercising her actual right, well, we're, we're out of time relying. now, so goodbye everyone on the regular podcast. But if you want to carry on, obviously we can go into the extra time on the Patreon. So do you want to finish any last thoughts on that? Or do you want to open it up and make it a bigger deal than why it is? Because it was only supposed to be a joke, but we're <laughs> actually coming up with some good points now, actually. <laughs> What, do you mean the Centre of Excellence replacement? Yeah, the Fourth mean... Witchcraft Patreon, the Centre of Excellence replacement, where we got all these McDonald's psychics and train them up into real-life psychics. <laughs> I did once know a person that worked for McDonald's, and they swear blind, they swore blind they were a chef. I said, hmm, I don't know if anyone would call you a chef. I know you make burgers, but it, the most you're a cook. <laughs> But they yeah. said they were a chef because chef. they work in the kitchens at McDonald's. So. Okay. What? Maybe they worked at Little Chef before it closed. And then they progressed to McDonald's and said, well, I was a chef before, so I'm a chef now. Okay. I can kind of see that. So, like, if you're a retired doctor and you go into doing painting and sell paintings, you're still a doctor. Yeah. So just because you were a chef and you're a trained chef and now you work in McDonald's doesn't mean that you're not a chef. Doesn't. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're not a chef anymore. It just means you're not using your chefing skills. Okay. So so here's a controversial one because we like controversial subjects. Professional yeah. psychics, right? If there was a barrier of entry to being able to call yourself a professional psychic and market yourself as that. Like there is with doctor, because you need to graduate from medical school, yeah? Um, 
Well, there is, aren't they? Aren't they international oh, mini- mediums and world-renowned? Seriously, what would be your <laughs> standard point? As seen on what TV. What would be your graduation? Would it be that you have to have been on at least two paranormal shows? Or what? What was the <laughs> what's the boundary? What's the entry requirements for calling yourself a psychic in your book, Chris? I don't know. Psychic is the lowest rung for me. So what, I it's guess... worse than paranormal investigator. No, as in within the psychic ladder, uh, because they ain't no seer and they ain't no they ain't necessarily no medium. Um, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I struggle with all the terms right, well, and how to well, order them into them. some kind. That's of interesting. I've I've never category. really thought of it like that. But can you rank them for me? So I know that this is a personal thing, but what's your gut reaction to the certain words, and where would you rank them on the thing? So if I say I'm a psychic, where would we be on the scale for that? I tend to. I tend to go. That's one of the. I, th- I tend to go. That's one of the lowest okay. rungs. It doesn't go quite as low as when someone says I'm an angel card reader because that's, that's lower that, again. They may as well be so a McDonald's that's under psychic. The psychic again. So <laughs> yeah. what about if I just say I'm a tarot reader? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so that's tricky because there are there are good tarot readers out there. Um. I just don't like the word reader. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, like I just that kind of gives a very passive. Uh, all of these are very passive, mm. aren't they? It happens to them, as opposed to being in control. And I, I think we need new words um, for psychics that actually have developed. Well, but don't we just call Do them a know? witch? Because they can do all of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, we do. I, I mean, let's be fair. That's what um, we'd say. We'd say, "Now you're not a psychic anymore. Yeah, you're a witch. You can actually not only can you see the future. You're a witch now. You're actually doing yeah, something you can about actually it. Change it also. So well done, you. Um, okay. So what about things like seer? That's a little bit further up. What's the difference between a seer and a psychic in your eyes? Then all three of them. Well, one I think. For one, I think seer is a word that is is a title that's given to you as opposed to one you can kind of claim yourself. Like evil. Yes. Um, so I, I'm one of those that kind of puts that in a different place because that's less mediumship, um, although it does tend to use spirit. It's that kind of um, divine access, isn't it? Is seership in my opinion. So that's kind of a mixture of psychic ability with actually being able to communicate um, with gods. And by that I don't mean as in when we do as witches, I mean um, where you have a conversation. I mean more a case of when you are downloading directly from uh, such and such a deity um, in order to pass on messages from. It's like having, um, it's, so it's like you've of, got medium on crack it's like if if you if you are in the reception down here in the physical world and the god or goddess is in the penthouse you've got your own private lift that goes to the penthouse instead of the service standard lifts or the plebs going in the hotel you've got your specific permanent access to that specific deity or energy 
and normally in those situations i find that there is no cost mm. so it's not a it's not a petition work it's not a barter system it is bestowed upon if that makes sense well is it for, it's a is link it, that is, is it given. designed is it part of your dna essentially from birth I do wonder. I do wonder. Have actually. you seen? I haven't dissected enough. Okay, of them. so in your experience, have you seen anyone well without that's like come and developed that later? So they've gone from a psychic to that, or is it a case of this thing has always been there and a part of them, and they've just accessed yeah, I suppose it, actually, or they've just heightened it. Yeah, and when you think, when you think of the you know old school yeah. Pythias. You know, it is it is a from birth situation. We're not talking standard psychic ability. What we're talking about is having a specific rapport with a specific deity that you essentially are there. It would go back to the old kind of like you said, the cults, the traditional sorts of cults and the priest and priestess. You are a representative of that spirit, that energy. It's Metatron, isn't it? It's it's Metatron, isn't it? The voice of God it's 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 divide it's passive to the point where you are literally just the vessel for um for that deity's words in those moments because it, it's not you're not reading them so it's not a uh, did you get what i mean like you are just passing on direct word you're not that you know the pythia isn't there throwing bones and reading the bones or the entrails and kind of going, oh, you know, oh, well, that looks like it's that, and that looks like it's that. They're not providing information from a tableau or from a picture. They are giving you direct access through words. Whether or not you can understand them or not is down to the receiving end, but all they are doing is giving those words over as opposed to making them up. So let's... um... In a translation Let's basis. unpack this and offend as many people as possible or attempt to. So the difference okay. between that sort of seership, you are an innately, that, that spirit essentially has an embassy within you. You have a direct connection. They move yep. through you. Let's compare that situation, that person, that ability, that mantle, that title, that work with... Yeah your Wiccan high priestess who's a 22 year old and she happens to be <laughs> but is she third degree well, she, of course she's third degree she's high priestess you see of a coven <laughs> she's the Maxine Sanders you know back in the day when she was younger and she was the uh, the representative of the goddess in the circle right so you've got some random witch that's because she's obviously a female of a certain age and they go by this maiden mother and crone crap, um, that she's yes. supposed to channel the goddess. Now, maybe she has some sort of mediumship ability. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't. I'm presuming that if she's Wiccan, she probably doesn't. Um, but she's a dolled up, you know. She's supposed to represent that. She's paraded about the May Queen, whatever. You're comparing that with an actual seer now. Where's the difference? Okay. Well, the biggest the biggest difference is that's invocation. Mm. Yeah. So that's not an innate link with with divine. That is an invocation. So 
yes, they may have got permission. Um, you know, depending on how serious these practitioners are, obviously they're Wiccan, but, you know, depending on how serious they are is whether or not they've actually got a proper initiation process in the higher ranks, which is, does the goddess accept you as to be their representative or if it is just a um, nominal title where they are just the temporary seat? So... Is it a case of it's part of their cover dynamic and that there is a maiden, a mother and a crone, each whose job it is to be the seat of said deity um, for special celebrations? Mm -hmm. um, and have they just, you know, requested permission or is it invocation purely without permission? Um, you know, what kind of level of magics they're producing? But the major difference there is it that is forced invocation as opposed to an innate connection with a specific deity. So the connections either basically, the, well, essentially the connection when it comes to this uh, imaginary Wiccan high priestess that's in this position where she's connecting to some sort of goddess energy. Hell, oh, she's just picking some random one, a carte. Let's say she wants a carte because someone just ordered a carte from the website. So let's imagine that this might be said person. Yeah. <laughs> um, so said person, Maxine, orders a, a carte yeah. from the website and she is supposed to be yeah. the open channel for a carte in a Wiccan ritual, yeah? You're comparing that with a seer. Yeah. So the difference is, is the human is trying to take up the mantle and access a carte. The difference... And be the yeah, bridge. Yeah, trying to be the bridge, the medium, they're putting effort into that, right? The yeah. difference with seership is that before the person was even born, a carte has reached out and decided to make them... That, that connection, connection and install that connection as permanent hardware within that person. So yep. would it be safe to say that seers are born? Yes. As opposed to And I think that hard I think that hardware software is a really good way yeah. of putting that. Is that yeah, for a seer, uh, that connection to the a specific divine and that's the thing, it's not a chosen yeah. one. It is a specific device that is already hardwired yeah. into your your physic physicality. That is hardware. The difference with what the that Wiccan is doing in in Maxine uh, or any other kind of priestesshood mm. like that um, is that it is software. They've uploaded it by choice during their yeah. lifetime to then allow that connection to happen. Um, and that is the major difference between the two. And I think I put them further up that spectrum because of the level of contact that that gives them. The access that they're able to achieve is different because it's part of their hardware. Yeah. Um, you know, forcing something upon a physicality, you know, or, on forcing on a person is never going to quite beat that direct access. Equally, it's only going to be specific to that channel of energy, yes. you know, that deity's, it is specific, so it has its own limitations, but there are different set of limitations.
Yes. So, so, okay. so the so if you're imagining the difference, if uh, our Maxine, she's a telephone, and on the other end of the telephone, she basically dials the number of a car time one week, and she picks up with a car time. Yeah. Okay. The next week she might dial a different number. It's a dial a, a goddess. The next week she might uh, be Bridget. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. M- yeah. Mixing through the others. What you're comparing that is you're comparing that to the Sierra, which is more like a baby monitor. It's a permanent collection that only yeah. goes to that other baby monitor. One that channel. One channel and it's a permanent open connection. The connection's either on or the connection's either off. And it's permanent. Yeah. Now. And because of that, the cost yes. is different. Unless things can go wrong. So the, <laughs> yeah. Because the fact is that is already an established connection. You're not paying yeah. for that. Inter, you're not paying international charges yeah. for calling. So them. No, no, it is no built offerings, in. It's none of that. Don't need any of that. What it is, is a case of this no. baby monitor is direct connection. It's designed for a specific purpose. And that baby monitor has been put in that baby or in that person or whatever. The connection is there yeah. for them to do specific work for work throughout their life normally. Now, the difference with yeah. obviously the mobile phone is a case of you do have more control because you could dial the Akate or you can dial the other one or this and that. Akate doesn't need to pick up, though. There is the difference there. You've got to be careful, mm-hmm. though. Because Rhiannon can only pick up in several several months oh, of the year. Otherwise, she's not oh available. The gosh, other, yeah, yeah. <laughs> satellites around the, sorry, around the other side of the world. So it, yeah, you've got to wait for the satellite to mix up she's busy. with the old, with the old busy. satellite things, where you have to wait for the satellite to come back round again in order to get the connection. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's that's quite an interesting way of putting. It. I don't know how many people's going to understand it, but if you're used with used to working. Uh, an understanding seership and that now the difference is of course is that okay you might be a baby monitor you might be a seer that doesn't mean that yeah. you couldn't be a have a mobile phone as well so you could yes. traditionally speaking when you look at the old mystery schools the old cults you would be adopted into if you were a baby monitor that connects to um i don't know apollo you're gonna be the or the next oracle of delphi <laughs> let's be fair you're going to be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. In mod- They're going to find you. Yeah. They're going to collect you. And you are going to work for them. That cult is going to find you. In modern times, though, a lot of these cults don't really exist the way that they used to. So we've met quite yeah. a few of this sort of situations where if this was back in the day, they would have been acquired one way or another by such temple yeah. complexes but because temple complexes are no longer around you've got this open contact you've got perhaps a lack of training a lack of understanding all of the training generally comes from said spirit that you're connected to but because there's not a lot of information out on it and because people are thinking that this is just standard yeah. psychic work they get scared a lot of the time because there's an overwhelming connection compared yeah. to yeah. that that your average psychic gets because he is different and because that's not and because that's not around and people aren't looking for them anymore that's how they end up in psychiatric wards yes. or have or heavily medicated in order to shut off the connection yes. um because it's so innately there i think one thing i will add is 
the only problem I come across with Sears is they often forget that when they are using the telephone rather than the baby monitor, they forget to yes. pay because they're not used yeah. to paying. So you get the opposite problem, don't you, of um, they're kind of like, well, this is an international call, so you need to be paying for it. Um, like this isn't this isn't the built in connection you already mm. have. Um, you don't yeah. have that rapport so, that's there. You don't have that level no. of understanding. So please... And more importantly, because <laughs> yeah. remember, this is hardware. So you will find that people with yeah. this kind of seership ability, this link, their physical bodies have augmentation as well. So when it comes to possession work with said spirit, that spirit can can quickly go in and without, without causing much damage, without fatiguing them. Whereas yeah. if they were to get your seer yeah. and do the mobile phone thing, that's what you're talking about, partly to due to payment and that. If a seer that specialises in um, Apollo then decides, oh, I'd quite like to work with uh, Carte, that's not going to be the same because you are yeah. programmed and designed to hold Apollo's energy. Doesn't mean that you couldn't, but there needs to be a certain amount yeah. of, you know... Um, uh, adjustments made and it's going to be more like the sort of stuff that you get with when we teach psychics to be able to to take on that yeah. um those that don't have uh, that kind of stereotype ability there are techniques that you can use to strengthen your relationship and your ability to hold certain energies that you may not naturally be comfortable with or may struggle with um, but again, that's kind of like calibration, I suppose, to a certain extent. Yeah. Now, again, another controversial one. If you have some Glastonbury goddess temple, let's not name one, but let's say a Glastonbury goddess it's temple. Not. And um, they are yeah. basically minting, like you mint a coin, uh, priestesses and priests that are associated with said yeah. certain spirits. Is that, yeah. are they trying to pretend that they are essentially making seers? They're making these priests and priestesses with that connection? Or is it that they don't understand? Is it something that would be an abominable practice, do you think? How, how do you see that? And how do you think that, because there is a well in mind, how do you think the spirits themselves would be yeah. It's a tricky one, um, in the sense that, in the sense that obviously, you know, I don't think they intentionally, um, because I don't think they have the level of understanding that is required. Um, I think they do. I they think I think they feel they're doing something yeah. good, and that they're reviving a practice. They're reviving um, a practice. The that problem they have no is clue about is that <laughs> so they're trying to reverse engineer yeah. it from is like if an alien spaceship crashed yeah. and you don't understand how the technology works so you're just going to start tearing it apart and hope for the best <laughs> yeah it's it's recreationalism yeah. it is it is trying to rebuild something that once existed um and trying to do it in an authentic way um i'm doing bunny is there because that is the word they try to use um and the problem with that is their, their information sources aren't great um, and actually some of these places probably would exist better if they had 
just one of these seers in. If they're actually spent their time hunting down a seer <laughs> in order that has that innate connection, they would achieve a hell of a lot more than what they currently try and do by recreation, uh, re, you know, recreationalism. Um, but unfortunately, that's not what they do. In terms of the spirit connection, it's a forced one. So to or a certain extent, one. it's one that you have that... to earn. That's kind of the, yeah. the initiation rites. You have to earn it. The difference is, and that's the that's the thing that people won't like. With seership, you don't earn it. You're born with that connection. No. You're calibrated for that connection, and there's always a reason for that. What the reason is will depend on what the connections with and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, dedicating your life uh, to a patron god or goddess or spirit or whatever is a little different than a god or goddess spirit deciding that your life is going to be dedicated to them. Yeah, exactly. Um, and how much of that process actually happens, I don't know, because of little things that we know about other covens that we know who have initiated processes where, you know, the, the day, you know, whoever they are working with, uh, you know, ancestors or whatever, has a choice at the initiation process in order to select them. That is different. Uh, very difficult to compare to something you have paid for <laughs> because I I don't know how easy it would be to get to the end of having paid £2,000 to do a, a level one or whatever of this of a priesthood um, to then say actually Hecate says no. <laughs> are you, are you talking? <laughs> well, if it. you're talking about the kind of secret coven that we're talking about, Lady Poison's uh, group, Lady Poison's coven that she's in, if you're talking about that, that's slightly yeah, different the as well, because that's essentially a witch's coven, witchcraft coven. They're on a witch's mm -hmm. path, whereas also you'll find that a lot of seers, they're not on a witch's path. They're on a path of fulfilling no. the work of that spirit. So if that spirit is all about something specific, you'll find that that person's calibrated to do that work. That's what they like doing. That's the work that they'll do. And they won't yeah. necessarily be able to be a jack but of these... all trades. So like witches generally are a jack of all trades. They yeah. can do a bit of everything. But these but these temples aren't selling seerships, no. are they? They're selling devotion roles. Yeah. They're selling priesthoods, priestesshoods. So that's the difference for me is the fact that actually what they're selling is this is how you devote yourself to some some spirit um, and hoping that that therefore does whatever. So from a spirit's point of view, I can't, you know, the same way we operate, you don't turn down a free mm. meal, but it's whether or not what what they're actually getting back in in payment because just because you've paid for it doesn't mean the deity's got to give it to you. Um, it really depends on the on the set of deities that you're dealing with. Because uh, I was thinking about this today, um, earlier today, about actually the differences between different pan pantheons. You know, how the Norse gods like blood, their battle gods, even the ones that aren't, um, you know, they're all armoured. So even the, the love and light best protection of them that might be a um you know a mother goddess she's still going to be 
um, a battle goddess at the same mm. time. So there is that aspect of uh, patronage and paying for. Whereas I don't get that relationship with the Egyptian gods, for example. There is a different kind of trade-off. It's not blood. It's very rarely a petition-based um, system of of borrowing. Uh, you know, there is a established connection required. So, you know, in that sense, you may be using... Uh, you know, said mummified cat that's being used isn't an offering in the same way as it would an offering of blood. Um, you're offering a very different offer different there, systems, a different uh, kind of sacrifice. Different systems. You know, so like looking at them, and I don't think a lot of these kind of temple arrangements, these modern temple arrangements, understand the barter system that is required for their specific deities. A priest or priestess is supposed to be much like you have the right hand of the king. You're supposed to be that. You are yeah. almost like the PA or the right hand of that spirit. You are supposed to do its work. Yeah. If you embark on a priest or priestess hood, you are associated with a specific a spirit and you do that spirit's work and yeah. you need to be able to do that spirit's work if you can't then you have no business being a priest or priestess of that spirit and it will not accept specific you. deity just because you will wave your little a4 diploma that you've printed out that someone sent you does not mean that that spirit is going to yeah. accept you it needs to come, the initiation and the title needs to come from the actual spirit, not some human that's selling that. <laughs> so it's yeah. gone a little bit heavy now, hasn't it? <laughs> and this, and that, but that's where I would struggle. I would struggle trying to repeat something like that. Like I'd be happy to do a, you know, priesthoodship in a day kind of course where you just kind of go through what the process is for getting an audience, you know? But you couldn't promise mm. that you would allow them to be a priestess by the end. That that comes with a, a contract mm. <laughs> uh, and an acceptance from the spirit that you are particularly dealing with. So for me, I don't think I could sell a priesthood, a priestesshood ship um, kind of diploma because for me, it would be a case of, okay, this, I could prepare you for what you would need to do in order to become a priestess, but I can't guarantee you that connection. Yeah, true. I could guarantee that you could speak to them, and I can guarantee, you know, setting up a conference, but that interviews your business. I can't guarantee you you get in the job. Um, and I think that's the difference, is when I read some of these, I feel like they are offering a guaranteed yeah. arrangement for a set price and I don't think that's possible myself unless they've got a recruitment drive contract with that deity I don't so know because that's the other way we don't look at it yeah I suppose I mean I, I well we've met certain groups that feed initiates to spirits as offerings they pretend they're yeah. a given an initiation, but they're not. They're offering said initiate up as food. Yeah. So, so but we'll have to cover yeah. this in an actual 
podcast about priests. Yeah, it's gone a little bit too but, far and um, far outside of the what we were originally talking about, the gift. But we're out of time anyway, so goodbye everyone. See you soon. <laughs>